Life's uncertain journey. Well, hello, good evening, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Life's Uncertain Journey Blog Talk Radio broadcast for today, Tuesday, April 28th, 2020. We are elated that you could join us tonight. We're so happy that you could be here. And if you're here for the first time, we want to say a special welcome to you. We're glad you could tune in and fellowship with us. We would also like to welcome and acknowledge our faithful listeners that join us here each week. So we just thank God for this safe place where we can gather and fellowship and, and encourage one another. My name is Alicia Lockhart, and I along with our founder and host, Nadine Davis. Um, We're co-hosting tonight's uh, broadcast. And we're broadcasting, Nadine actually is in Charlotte, and I am in Wake Forest. And it just never ceases to amaze me how technology brings us together. And I'm so thankful for, you know, (laughs) God's miracle of all of this. You know, we can be, you know, we're, uh, what do you call it, quarantined, right now and still Mm -hmm. able to be together. What a blessing. What a blessing. And so before Mm -hmm. we jump into tonight's broadcast, I want to just ask John Davis, Nadine's husband and my brother in Christ, if he would just open us up with prayer, please. Can you hear me, sis? I got you, Johnny. Yep. All right. Well, Dad, I thank you so much. I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you, dear Father, for even the opportunity, Lord, to just uh, welcome the brothers and sisters in who listen to this broadcast. And dear Father in heaven, it reminds me of your word. That we don't have to be in front of each other, Lord, for your word to, uh, to, to take place, Lord, because you're everywhere at once. So that's the beautiful thing about being your child. No matter where we go, you're there. And not only are you there, but you're in us. So we don't have to worry about uh, the FNs and buts about this world. We have one thing to do, and that is to have trust, confidence in you and who you say you are. And then, Father, have you also yes, actually Lord. become black, become doers of the word. But, Father, I, I thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to share the, your, your words with our Father in heaven. And, uh, you said that we should stay in communication with you at all times, not just a couple mm-hmm. hours a day or here and there, but we're to stay in communication with you at all times. And when we want and need you. anything, Father, we're to ask you, not ourselves, mm-hmm. not trying to make our own wings and ways out of things, but to ask you because you are our provider. So, Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you, the Father, for who you are. I thank you for calling us out of that darkness into your marvelous light. I thank mm-hmm. you, the Father, mm-hmm. heaven, you let us know that we're not to worry about anything but to trust in you in everything, Lord. And that, dear Father Heaven, you actually gave us the right to call you Father, Lord. So, Father Heaven, yes, thank you so much for loving us the way that you do. We ask you, dear Father Heaven, to have grace and mercy upon us, dear Father Heaven, that we would not grieve your Holy Spirit. And that, dear Father Heaven, that mm-hmm. we would decrease and you increase. And, that, Father Heaven, we ask you that um, when people see us, Lord, that they see you in us and us in you in everything we do. We give you honor, glory, and praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Um, Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Johnny. Um, so, Nadine, uh, the, um, yes, I guess ma'am. you can give us our broadcast information. 
<laughs> yes, darling. Thank you so very much, sweetheart. I told you you were going to fly, right? Happy to do it. <laughs> See That's what right. Let's do. fly. <laughs> Amen. It's all for his glory. Um, Hallelujah. Well, I also would like to welcome you all to Life's Uncertain Journeys broadcast for tonight, uh, especially those mm-hmm. of you that may be visiting us for the first time. Uh, Life's Uncertain Journeys radio broadcast is a weekly broadcast. It's also an interactive Christian broadcast with listeners that join us from all across the United States. And we even have five different countries also listening to our broadcast tonight. My husband, John Davis, who opened us with prayer, uh, we oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship. It's an outreach ministry that has the commission of God to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and make disciples. My husband, along with his co-host, Booker Alexander, um, they also host another radio broadcast on Wednesday evenings called New Beginnings. They are proclaiming the gospel as they conduct a chapter-by-chapter study of the book of Genesis, and they, too, have an interactive broadcast. So if you would like to join their broadcast, you can do so Wednesdays at 7 o'clock p.m., by dialing 657-383-1624. That's 657-383-1624. They'll be happy to have you join them. Um, One of the reasons that uh, the Lord opened this door of opportunity to Johnny and I was for the purpose of uh, proclaiming his gospel, sharing the gospel with anyone that would be listening on the broadcast. And I can say that God has confirmed that there are people that are listening uh, in faraway countries and in other places throughout the United States. We've got emails, text messages from some of them. So um, the encouragement comes from knowing that even though I can't see their faces, that doesn't matter. God opened the door, and he's got those listening that he has a message for. And our desire, our prayer, is to speak that message, even as the Holy Spirit gives us the option to do so, to share with the world that God is real and that he loves them very much. The Bible says that we're supposed to encourage men and women everywhere the world is being judged. It doesn't take much to know that we're in the middle of something. Something's happening in the universe, and planet Earth is right in the middle of it. But, beloved, God's word said he is not willing that anyone would perish. That's the heart of the Father. He's not standing around trying to whack us every time we do wrong. That image of God that somebody may have given you is wrong. We have a loving Father. But he wants this world to return to him. That's what repentance is all about. It's about returning to God, turning away from our old ways, turning away from uh, our sin and the wickedness that we've been lured into. He has something much better for us. And so he sent his son. He loves every man and every woman that he chose to come to life in this world. You may not know it, but you are not here by happen chance. 
You're not a mistake, nor are you fatherless. I know that's a little hard to hear, but it's true. You see, God is your father, has been, and always will be. The man and woman that God chose to birth you into this world and raise you up and care for you, they may not have done it right. And in some cases, some of them may have abandoned you. Well, hear me today, beloved. God says to you, though your father or your mother forsake you, I will receive you as my own. That is God. That's our father. He's the one that made us in the first place. The truth, you were his from the get-go. You maybe didn't know it. Nobody didn't tell you. But that's the reality. Beloved, the gospel message is the story of God's love for us. I don't think there are, any, uh, there are many people that have not heard John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but mm-hmm. have eternal life. You see, we were not created to die, but to live forever with our Father. That was the original plan. But our enemy, Satan, who's also God's enemy, lured us away from our Father and took us off into a life of slavery and sin. It all started in the garden, but the story's been played out generations after them. The same process used by wicked pedophiles to lure unsuspecting children with candy and toys and shiny objects. <laughs> it's the same process mm-hmm. they used to lure God's children away from their father into a life of sin. We were tricked, lured away by the sweet and shiny things of this world. We were never made to believe that this world was our world. It wasn't. Now, for those of us who have lived long enough and know the difference, we know that this is not our world. This world belongs to Satan and his demons. First John five nineteen says this we know that we are of God. There it is, beloved. We know that we are of God and that the whole world is under the power of Satan. Beloved, this love that our Father has for us is genuine. He goes to every possible, pursue us. God is pursuing us. People say, I gave my life to Christ, but guess what? He was the one that pursued you. You can't even take credit for it. God has been pursuing us ever since we came into this world. Because he loves us. And you know what he did? After Satan lured our our original parents, Adam and Eve, they ran away and they hid too, just like we do. They tried to cover up what had happened. But God's love even showed up then. He went looking for them. Adam, where are you? Where are you? Why are you hiding from me? That's what he's saying to you, beloved. Don't hide from me. 
I want to talk to you. I've got things I want to share with you. So what God did, he sent his son. He sent the best that heaven had, his son. She even says that God was in Christ, his son, reconciling the world to himself. And I can't explain how that all worked out, but I understand what's being said there. God was in Christ making sure that this work of salvation was actually victorious. You see, when God does a thing, he does it right. And so he sent his son who died for our sins, which is a whole other story. And hopefully we'll get to talk about that at another time. But the father sent his son to die for us. He took all of the sins of every man, woman, and child that would be born into this world, and he put them upon his son, his innocent son. And then the scripture says, it pleased him to crush his own son. Why? Because out of that will come many sons and daughters. Because of Christ dying, God can then begin to gather his children together, that we could be forgiven for our sins, that we could return to our father. But he did not leave his son in the grave. He did a miraculous thing. He raised his son up from the dead. Satan thought he had won by killing the son of God. I don't know what made him so foolish to think he could get away with that. But Jesus raised Jesus I mean, God raised Jesus from the dead. And then he gave him all power and all authority over Satan. Now, for everyone that will put their trust in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, he saves them from Satan's clutches. He delivers us, beloved. The Son of God has all power now. He strips Satan of his power, not all. Every one of us that believes and trusts in him are also given power over Satan. That's right. Luke ten nineteen, Jesus says, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will by any means hurt you. You see, but we don't see this happening because most people don't know that. They don't know. Satan doesn't rule them. They rule him. They don't. He doesn't. I'll call the shots in our lives. God does. But he tries to make us think that with all the clever little lies and little things that he does. But no, the truth of the matter is we've been given the authority. As children of God, Satan can't touch us. He can't harm us. That's what's written in the scripture. And guess what? The scripture cannot be broken. I don't have time to tell you all of the wonderful news that God has provided to us through Jesus Christ, our King. But if you would like to surrender your life and trust Jesus with your life, then all I ask you to do is please email me. My email address is lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. Email me so that I can tell you the rest of the story and help start you on your path, your journey through discipleship. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for anyone that's listening. I thank you for this 
open door and opportunity, Lord God, you give us to share your gospel. I pray that it not fall on deaf ears, but, Father God, that you would move on the heart of those that are listening and let them know how much you love them, Father. Draw them to you, Father. They can't come unless you draw them. Draw them to you. Draw them to your son so that they, too, may experience this new life that awaits them. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord, for your son. Amen. Every time I hear that story, Nadine, I just, I'm so grateful that God, you know, came after me, little old me. I am telling you, (laughs) yes. Yes. And sent his son for us. Yeah. Yeah. I often say to God, you you know, the, the beauty of this relationship he does not leave us to our own devices. He understands that most of us have been given some information that haven't that's not very correct. You know what I'm saying? And so that's we right. around, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, thinking that we're doing things right, only to find out, no, that's not what God said. But I'm thankful that he loves us so much that he doesn't uh, leave us to our own devices, but that he does come after us. He pursues us. And Amen. Right, and love us like no none other, you know. Um, I used yeah. to struggle with being insecure, and, you know, that's a, that's a common thing, you know. We struggle after mm-hmm. <clears throat> what man thinks, you know, and right. we, we, we yearn for the love of man and, and you know, mm-hmm. that, that human love. But, you know, thank God, think about it. He loved us so much that he gave his yeah. son because he cared about me. So if I yeah. feel insecure, no longer because I'm that special to him. <laughs> That's right. You know, if I'm that special to him, what else really matters for real? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, just think, the creator of the entire universe, the one who makes made about everything me. we see, the mm, heavens mm, and the mm, stars mm. and the, yes. And listen, All of that. He got you All on that. his page. Come on now. Yes. Yes. No. What is say? The word is, he knows the number of hairs on your head. How about that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> the yes, intricate ma'am. details, the things that matter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Girl, don't get, um, don't get I'm me just gonna, um, I, Right, right. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna take a moment now and give some announcements, some uh, broadcast instructions and announcements, so that we can has this conversation. And, again, it's an open mm-hmm. conversation. And so yeah. I want to ask everybody to please mute your phone. When Nadine opens the mic so that, you know, if you have a prompting of the Holy Spirit or if you have a question or, or um, if you have a concern or desire to, you know, to, to talk about something, then we're free or add to the conversation, the discussion, because it really is yeah. a discussion. And our hope is that, you know, we need to hear from you too. You know, God doesn't just use mm-hmm. one person. As we know, he used a donkey. He used all kinds of things where he, you know, can use anything to, to, to uh, bring forth his word. So let him use Amen. You. And if you feel prompted by him, please, please join in. And so when she opens the mic, keep your phones on mute until you want to speak. Now, it's a little tricky. We all get caught up sometimes and forget to unmute when we got something to say and we jump in or try to jump in and wonder, why do they hear me? We probably don't. Make sure you unmute your phone so we can hear you. 
and then, um, you know, put it back on mute to, to drown out any background noises. Um, you can introduce yourself and say who you are, but it's not required. It's, it's, it's up to you, um, you know, whether you want to identify yourself. And if you're listening via the Internet and would like to join the conversation because we can't hear you through the Internet, you have to dial in. So we can, you know, you can get be a part of the conversation, and that number is two mm-hmm. uh, nine two nine nine two nine four seven seven three four two seven. That's nine two nine four seven seven three four two seven. So if you're on the internet and you want to join in, dial that number, and we can talk, interact. Mm-hmm. And as was missed, you know, we keep reminding you it's interactive because we really do want you to feel like you can bring your questions, concerns, your encouragement, whatever, you know, might be put on your heart. Um, so we encourage that any of you listening, feel, feel free to say just what you, you know, the revelations, wisdoms, questions, comments, all that you may, you know, desire to say. Um, there are ministers, teachers, and other gifted people of God on this call who dwells, the Holy Spirit lives in, and we want to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. So please, don't hold yes, back. Yes, ma'am, indeed. Don't hold mm-hmm. back. Please share. Um, so remember, mute and unmute and jump in. <laughs> Nadine. Amen. Yeah, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to open the mic. Uh, of course, you have the ability to, uh, you know, to, to get off the um to put you, put yourself on mute, and I'm hoping you would do that so we won't hear the background noises. And generally, if I do um, happen to hear background noise, I'm going to have to turn your uh, turn your phone off, and uh, at least not turn your phone off, but put the mute on so that we can hear each other. So, um, having said all that, I'm going to go ahead. There's one number here that I'm going to have a ticking noise behind it. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to to turn your mic on. But let's go ahead and get started in our conversation. Beloved, please don't get caught up in the speculations swirling around on social media and in the news. Believe me, it's a lot of it. They're not going to tell you the truth because they can't handle the truth. Sorry, I had to say that. But anyway, the truth of the matter is they can't handle the truth, (laughs) nor do they know it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you know what? We should know the truth. We should know by now what's going down. It has been written for us to know hundreds of years ago, especially Mm -hmm. if we are reading God's word. We may not have the full, clear understanding of everything, but we should have some idea about what's going on based on what we have read in the scriptures. So tonight, um, let's continue. We're going to continue to learn what Jesus says is going on in our day. So hopefully we don't get caught up in the worldly hype and rhetoric that's going all over the place. I mean, it's enough to make you Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our discussion topic continues to be the bride must make herself ready. And the question that I pose to us tonight 
is, are we truly ready? Mm-hmm. What might be what might be going on either in our heart or in our mind that would hinder us from being ready? Anyone? <laughs> this is an interactive broadcast, and you're more than <laughs> welcome to share. Hi. Hi, Mr. How are Jean. You? I think good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having this broadcast. It really helps me and it really ministers to me. Thank you. I just wanted to say um, one thing that might hold us back is um, distraction. We might think that one thing is important, but it's really not. And then um, the enemy is crafty and, um, you know, distraction. Oh, I need to do this. Yes. Oh, I need to do that. Then running here, running there. A lot of people are mm-hmm. sitting at home right now and they, don't, they never knew what it felt to just sit still. And now they're sitting yes. still, or a lot of them are actually getting distracted with the the phone, the computer, instead of saying, hold on, let me just sit here and feel uh-huh. what it's like to just, you know, be. And listen mm-hmm. to that, you know, get into God's word and, and, and seek him out. So, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, distraction yes. is a very powerful tool of the enemy. And I mm-hmm. don't know, I, I don't say necessarily for the guys, but I know for us gals, it don't take much for us to get distracted. And a lot of it is not so much because we can't focus. It's just because we've got so many things on our plate a lot of times. We're mamas. We're mm-hmm. wives. We're, you know, uh, business owners. We're teachers. We're, you know, employees. There's so many hats that we wear uh, that require our attention that we are somewhat susceptible to distraction. Mm-hmm. But the joy that we have is knowing this, that we can always pull it in. We have the ability to do that. Just as I was sharing a few minutes ago that Jesus told his disciples in Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Well, he did that. Jesus did exactly what he said. He's not a liar. We have the ability to do that. In some cases, it's going to require us to find the, the, the means by which to do that. And by that, I mean this. I'm pretty much like I, I have, uh, well, I'm not going to say I have it, but I've heard about this thing called adult ADHD, whatever they call it, where I will be, I said, I'm going to go in the kitchen and I'm going to, uh, you know, fix my husband's sandwich. But before I get to the kitchen, I go to the laundry room because I put some things in the laundry room and in the, in the, in the thing. So before you know it, I'm taking things out of the out of the washer and putting it into the dryer. But as I'm putting it into the dryer, I'm thinking about, well, what are we going to have for dinner? So I'll go to the freezer and I'll go pull out something for dinner and, you know, I'll take it into, you know, you know take that into the kitchen and put it in, in the water so it can, so that it can defrost. And then my phone rings. And then it's somebody on the phone and then they're calling and they're crying and they're upset and all that stuff. You know, my husband never got his lunch. But you see how the routine, it flowed so easily? Well, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. And sometimes, we, maybe, we, sometimes mm-hmm. before the phone rings, you know, you, your mind is so filled with all those things you just explained. 
and you go in the kitchen and fix the sandwich and you look around and you, you your mind has been so distracted, you look around and say, What's that coming here for? Yes, yes. <laughs> and you don't even be yeah, remember what like, I was supposed to do something. What was I getting ready yeah. to do? Distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm saying that to say I don't want you to I don't want people to beat themselves up about the reality. But there is there is a key. The key is God says bring everything, bring your burdens to me. You want to spend more time with me? I'll help you. Just ask me. Just ask me. And beloved, I'm telling you, He will help you to find the ways to do that. I know for me, it means getting up early before my husband does, because when he he requires a lot of attention. And so I have to cut get up when he's still resting and I don't have any interruptions. And, and then I can just, you know, lavish myself before the father and cry out to him. I can do my studying. And then I know by 10 or 11 or when, whatever my husband gets up, now I know my feet are on the ground and I got to, you know, I got to change my, 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 uh, my schedule. But there are ways to get around distractions, but we cannot, allow the distractions to 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 rule us. You know what I mean when I say that? You know, we uh-huh. cannot allow that distraction to become a, a stable member in our lives. And Jesus will give us what we need. He'll instruct us. He'll guide us. And he'll show us how to deal with those things. So that it won't be and it won't be a it won't be something that keeps us from being ready when Christ comes. Anything else? Anyone and that's have, just it. Even, something? Mm-hmm. even in your example, real quick, Nadine, the distractions, that was a great example. And But you said a couple of key things. One thing you said, I know my husband desire, uh, you know, requires a certain amount of attention. So I have to get up early to be with the Lord. And see, that's what we have to do. We have to recognize what, our distractions may be so that we can Mm -hmm. adjust and not let anything get in the way. We have to plan just like you plan a trip, a vacation, a plan time with the Lord because you know the distractions are going to come. They're going to come in all kinds of forms. They're going to come. That's right. Mm -hmm. And believe me, if you're female, you can just expect it. And Lord help you if you got children. That's right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Your time is not your own. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Anyone else? The question. Are you truly ready? Yes, dear. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was coughing. Um, Not that I'm I'm dealing with this, but I know a lot of people that I've talked to um, and prayed over, they are dealing with fear, and that is preventing them from getting ready. And what I mean by fear is they have, Mm -hmm. we've never seen this. And they don't have, you know, maybe right. they don't have a relationship with God. Maybe they, they, you know, kind of split away or, you know, just um, mm-hmm. everything else in life has happened to them. But um, just not understanding, like you said, we know what's happening. It's written, you know, it's written mm-hmm. what's happening, what's going on and where and what he's trying to do. And I think that um, what I've, you know, witnessed to several uh, women that have reached out to me is that, you know, we pray, and then you got to get in your word. You got to understand what's going on, and and you can't fear it. I yeah. mean, it's almost like I'm just like praising God, like, oh God, can you please come get me? <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> I know that's right. Oh, Lord. I'm going to that one. Can, Can they you even come now, Lord Jesus? <laughs> yes. Can you please come get me right now? But um, yeah. I think that fear, if people were to be real honest with themselves, fear, because mm-hmm. How do we know we're ready? Yeah. How do we know we're not ready? How do we know? You know, so all these questions are, yeah. you know, coming up in their head. And um, so that's what I, I've, I've dealt with. And then on a yeah. personal note, um, I have, you know, the more time I've been spending with God, the more mm-hmm. he has brought to light that I thought that I had already dealt with, me and him. You know, he's like, yep, you told me uh-huh. this. Yep, you say you trust me. But guess what? You still got it buried. And it came to light um, the other day. I was on my father's wife's um, funeral. And he, um, my brother-in-law started to talk about, um, like, when they were moving around. And at that period of time is when he, my father was having an affair with my mother. And me and my sister were born. And so all of that pain came back. And I did not know where it came from. It really just, like, I I mean, I don't even know. I I can't even explain it. I was just like, why am Mm -hmm. I feeling this way? Wait a minute. Hold on. You know, this is not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But I had to go back to that. I had to go back to that. And I had to deal with that. And he wants to deal with us. He wants to deal with us. That's what all of this is about. He's trying to deal with our hearts. And he's trying to tell us, look, I'm here, I'm here, and I need yeah. you to deal with everything that, that comes, you know, that's coming your way. So um, you know, this mm-hmm. is this has been a, a life lesson, and we're still learning because this may be our normal for we a are. long time. You know, and thank God that long we time. have time. You know what I'm saying? We have the opportunity uh, today. Today, while it is called today, God says, don't harden your heart. You know, what I want you to do is believe in me. Believe that I can do what I told you I could do, because that's the main thing that caused Israel to fail and not get, not reach the promised land themselves. They kept doubting God, and so fear is real. As a matter of fact, I really do believe that fear is not necessarily a bad thing. In the original uh, intention, it keeps it keeps us from danger. I mean, you, it's like a warning signal that we have in our body that you need to. You need, you need to get yourself out of a certain situation or whatever it is like that. The fear that's a spirit, that is the thing that we don't want to have anything to do with. The, the, the spirit of fear is demonic. It has a power of its own. It'll, it'll make you, even though you see a, a, a train coming at you, fear will make you stand still and let the train hit you. That don't make no sense. But the truth of the matter is that what, what I said to you about the distractions and how we can deal with that, you have to go to God. You can't get rid of it. Just be realistic. You, have, you don't have the power to get rid of this thing. God does. And what he asks you to do is come to me. Give me your burdens. Give me your fears. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Look at my words. See what I have to say about it. But it's not going to go away by, uh, by osmosis, and you can't fake like it's gone. Because believe me, when, when you know, they want to pull your string, they, they, you know, they know how to do it. But the spirit of fear is something 
that you do not want to play with. And God even tells us, I did not give you the spirit of fear. It is a spirit totally different from the normal mechanism uh, that God put in us naturally to help keep us out of danger. The spirit of fear comes from the pit of hell. And the only thing that's going to keep you from fearing, and most of the time, it's a fear of the unknown. You don't even, you can't even put your hands on it. But the, the only thing that God says is that you have to know how much I love you. Perfect love, the Bible says, cast out fear, means that that's the spirit of fear. That wicked spirit of fear that takes up lodging in your heart and in your spirit can be cast out by the love of God. If you don't believe God loves you, then the truth of the matter is we need to go back to the cross. We need to go back to the to the elementary uh, 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 a part of our salvation because that's the whole basis for our salvation in the first place is accepting the love of God and receiving his son. For God so what? Love the world that he gave us his son. But if we don't believe God loves us, then we're always going to be in fear. Fear that, you know, he's going to get us or he's going to be angry with us or all those other kind of lies that people tell us. That's not God. God is love. Did you all ever read that? That God is love? That's who he is. So when fear comes, you have to know that the enemy is creeping you. Some way, form, or fashion, he's trying to deposit that spirit in you. Rebuke it right then and there. I don't receive that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. If you have to say it out loud, say it out loud. God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's what I have. Fear, you got to back off. Sometimes you have to go there. Sometimes you have to have that. They can hear you. And they need to know that you're serious and you're not playing with them. Back off. You have no power over me. You have no authority over me. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, I have authority over you. So back off. I mean, I've had those kind of conversations. I know some people may have thought I was crazy. But the point of it is, is that it got the job done because I mean what I say. I mean what I say. And when I'm too weak or the burden is too heavy for me, I bring along another praying sister. And I tell them, I need you to, to pray with me. So and so and so and so is going on. And the Bible says two, two are always better than one. So there are means by which we can deal with these things. We can deal with distraction. We can deal with fear. It's all written in God's word. But the main thing is you've got to deal with them. You cannot allow them to continue to have a authority in your life. Or guess what? You won't be ready. You won't be ready. But Jesus has already taken care of everything for us. You've got to believe this. It's a done deal. We have victory. We don't have defeat. 
The world makes us think that, that we're in defeat. We're not in defeat, not if we're in Christ. Christ is sitting, you know where he is? Anybody know where Jesus is right now? He's at the right hand of the Father. Yeah, the right hand of the That's Lord. That's where mm-hmm. he is. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And where are we? Waiting to get there. We're seated in him. We're seated we in him. We are seated. Say it. We are in him. In him seated Amen. in Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to yes. rise your mind to wrap it around what God says. Beloved, you are sharing, you have a share in the attributes of the Lord God Almighty. You as child. Just like we have we have had children, those of us that have had children, and you know, some of you just got some of our features. One may have my nose, another one may have their father's hair, you know, and so forth. They have some attributes of their parents. Right? Hello. Yes, absolutely. The Mm -hmm. attributes of their parents. Well, guess what? First Peter says, They're the attributes of our father. Listen, we bear some of the attributes of our father. Let me tell you what one of them is. We are actually on planet Earth right now. That's where our feet are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But one attribute of our father that we have or that we share in is his omnipresence. Omnipresence means that he can be everywhere at the same time. Now, we may not be everywhere at the same time, but I'll tell you one thing. While we're on this planet Earth, we are also seated in heavenly places, two places at the same time, two dimensions, one physical, one spiritual. That's us. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, high above every principality, every power. And you know what principalities and powers are. Those are demons, rulers over nations. We are seated above them. That's why when we pray, stuff happens. When we pray from a place of faith, stuff happens. Because the authority is not here on this earth. The authority is in heaven where we're seated at the right hand of the creator of all things. Our minds, I know it's hard to wrap around it. But at some point, we got to go there. Because that's where the transforming power of the Holy Ghost begins to change us. We start thinking differently than we do. We don't look at ourselves about our flesh, but we start looking at it from the spirit realm. Amen. Where we are seated in Christ. That's what he desires. He didn't come to die to make us feel good. He came to die for us so that we could be restored to a right relationship with our Father. Our Father who sent him to to redeem us in the first place. So, these things I know, like I said, sometimes they're hard to wrap wrap your mind around. And sometimes it takes you time to kind of settle in with these truths. But, beloved, we don't have a lot of time. We need to get in a hurry. And settle these things. We need to settle the fact that the word of God is true and forever settled. That not a jot or a tittle of God's word will fail. There's a, a program oh. I want y'all to watch on, um, Alicia, is it on? Is it on? Um, Netflix. What do you say? Netflix. Netflix. It's, mm-hmm. called, it's called The Convergence. 
the convergence. Find it. You need to watch that. Because I'm telling you, we have been living in a uh, uh, um, almost like, I don't know if you ever used to watch uh, Star Trek, and they had this room that they call, you know, they can make anything happen in the room. It wasn't real. I forget what they call the room. But um, the holodeck, okay, where they can fix it up any way they want to, and then they can actually go in and live different lives and stuff like that. None of it was real. Okay, that's what we've been in. We've been that, in that funk. We've been in so, <laughs> so, so entangled into this world that we don't even know what's real. Okay, so the truth of the matter is, is that only the things that are spiritual, those are the things that are going to last. All this other stuff that we, we think is life is not. It's going to pass away. Our money is going to pass away. Our mm-hmm. houses, our cars, all these things are going to pass away. And we are in the process of getting there now. But that's not a bad thing for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says rejoice, mm-hmm. be exceedingly glad, because guess what? Your, your, your king's coming from you. You're not appointed to wrath. The mm-hmm. world and all those that defy God, his rulership, it's like any other nation. When a nation, we've never seen it in our days, but when they have wars and a king goes in and takes over a territory, everybody in that territory becomes their slave. And they set up their regime. And all those people got to do what those people say do. Okay? That's what's about to happen. The king of glory is coming. And he's the one that's going to reign. Because the Mm -hmm. kingdoms of this world are to become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. And he's going to reign forever. That's what's about to happen. It's written and it's going to be done. I'm telling you, but those Nadine, of us Nadine, I like who have. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Those of us who have I surrendered was, and entrusted our life to Christ, we are the ones who are not going to be a part of this uh, of God's wrath that's going to be poured out. I know you read it about it in, in Revelation. We're not. We getting our 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 groom. Bridegroom is coming for us, the, the, the church. Amen. He's coming for us, but we've got to make ourselves ready. That's what, that's what Revelation 19 says. And the bride has made herself ready. Your, your garments have already been prepared for you. Your gown, that's the righteousness of the saints. But guess what? We all know we don't have no righteousness. <laughs> but our beloved master, our king and our God, he gave us his righteousness. That was a divine exchange that took place at the cross. Where he took on our sin and he gave us his righteousness. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. If we can only just grasp what wonderful things God has done through Jesus Christ, it would change our whole attitude. Mm. It would change our whole attitude. But I'm sorry, Alicia, you would want to ask me something. Well, well, I was going to go back to... No, 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 I'm good. I was going to go back to the example that you gave, and you used the word two-dimensional. We're two-dimensional, and we're with our Father. We're here, you know, but we're with our Father. And I think that I had never heard it like that, and it just came to life even more now. I knew it, but I knew it as, and and we hear it as, um, you know, we have a physical body, but then we have a spirit. And 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you just explained, and that just made it just that much more real and understandable when you say with two dimensional. Because you know, something you know, it's like confusing. Like you said, I know it's a lot. You just said a lot, right? And the 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 it, the problem with um, getting ready for the bridegroom sometimes, and and rejoicing that he's coming is we we love this life too much. And our faith is yes. not with the, 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 the eternal life that's promised to us by Christ and with, by, Amen. you know, to be with God eternally. And so, like you said, we get so comfortable in what we can touch and feel and see, our cars, our homes, this life yes. that we, we say we have faith and we want to, you know, go on. And um, was yeah. that Carmen who was rejoicing saying, come back, mm-hmm. I'm ready to go with you? You know, not many people yeah, feel Lord. like that. They, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I love you, Lord, but I don't yeah. want to go with you just yet. I ain't finished here in this comfortable place down right. here we call home. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, 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 I read it in your word, and I, I, I say I believe it's true, but I'm not ready to go. And that goes back to that's why you're scared because you don't believe. Because you Come don't, you now. know, the faith is not there. To, that that what he said is true, and he he got you. And what he has for you in the spirit realm and in with him eternally is far better than what we experience now. Yeah. But it's like we get comfortable mm-hmm. and we 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 rather stay if we put it in in the world's term and and, and how we live in now. You know, you can see something like a change of a job and a promotion, but you stay in that same rut and that same job because that's the one you know and you're comfortable with. You do mm-hmm. it with your eyes closed. You know, you're just mm-hmm. so familiar that you stay and you miss the blessing of the promotion because, mm-hmm. it, and you know, in the new assignment, because your your fear and your of discomfort in the unknown. So it becomes mm-hmm. unknown. God's words become unknown when you don't believe. It's like, mm, is it really true? Is that really what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, you have to have faith and believe that what he said, like you said, Nadine, Oh, every word is going to come to full yes, uh, fruition. To full fruition, yeah. And the beauty mm-hmm. of what God desires to happen in us, okay, it has nothing to do with our flesh. Our flesh is going to be dealt with, okay, at the final day. Mm-hmm. But between mm-hmm. now and then, he is trying to get, you know what? You've read the scripture in First Corinthians where talk about the whole earth grown waiting for the revelation of the sons of God, everything, everything mm. around us knows who we are except us. Except uh-huh. us. <laughs> the whole creation, oh. it is a living entity. Okay? It knows who we are. We don't. And it's waiting to be liberated. It's like us. We, wait, we want to get up out of here, too, because, listen, we know it's not our home. It wasn't intended uh-huh. to be. Let me we read this from second, second Peter. Let me read this from Second Peter. Okay, it says to those who have received, mm-hmm. and I'm reading now Second Peter one, and amplified to those who have received and possessed by God's will of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. He says grace and peace, that special sense of spiritual well-being, be multiplied to you in the true intimate knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. For his divine power has bestowed upon us absolutely everything necessary 
for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness. Did you hear that? He's already huh. given it to us. We're acting like we got to wait for something that we already have. He's done this through true and personal. He says, um, for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by, he, for by these, he has bestowed upon us his precious and magnificent promises of inexpressible value. Where are these promises? Mm. Where do you find these promises? In his word. In his word. So that they, so that by them, those promises, those inexpressible, valuable promises, so that by them, you may escape from the immoral freedom that is in the world because of disreputable desire and become sharers of the divine nature. Mm. The promises are written, and we don't know it. For this very reason, <laughs> applying your diligence to the divine promises makes every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly affection. Beloved, all of these things come about when we look at the promises and accept them as true. They belong to us. These exceedingly great promises are written in his word, and the Bible says they are yes and amen. To us who believe the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. Not no and maybe. Not no and maybe. They are yes and amen. But if you don't believe it, you can't receive it. (laughs) And that faith, that faith Mm. that God is talking about comes from hearing and hearing his word. His word is an expression of his love for you, beloved. You don't know how much God loves you because you don't read his word. That's why fear can creep you so easily. You don't know we wrote that scripture in Psalms when he said, I'll tear down heaven to come after one of my children. Jesus says it's better that a millstone be placed around the neck of anybody that's trying to destroy the faith of his children. You see what I'm saying to you? That's the heart of our father for you and me. He doesn't like it when the enemy tricks us. But he can't do nothing because guess what? He gave us free will. We have a choice. Believe the truth or believe a lie. Which one do you want to do? God said believe the truth. But I'm not going to make you believe the truth. You believe what you want to believe. But I suggest you believe the truth because my word is true. Amen. Amen. So it's almost time for it's like five minutes before we we have to shut down, and I think I have um, I wanted uh, Sister uh, Marlin to pray us out tonight and pray over our, uh, our uh, those that are on the call tonight uh, because I don't want you to go away from this. I didn't even give a chance to to share about the <laughs> about the message God put on my heart, but that's okay. We can do that next week. But the main thing is is that you've got to settle in your heart. That God loves you He does not Want you destroyed He does not want you deceived He does not want you tricked 
He does not want you unhealthy. He says, I want you to be in good health. You know, he didn't say that your life was going to be a cakewalk. He never intended that for you, even though that's what you want. You're not going to get that. Because if you do, you're going to be lazy. You're not going to get, you can get flabby, no muscles, no spiritual muscles, because you're sitting around eating spiritual bonbons all day. No, <laughs> we have to be strong because there's a, there is a war going on, and the weak won't make it. They won't make it. But those who have faith, I mean, you don't even have to fight. God said, I'll fight your battle for you. Just put your armor on. We can't even do that. Just put your armor on. I gave you the armor to protect you. But I'm the one that's going to fight for you. So let me see if, Mar- if I have Marvin on the phone. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm here. The there she is. Praise God. Marlon, thank you so very much Hello. for being with us tonight. I am going awesome. to um, just ask that you would um, just uh, pray and kind of close out all that we were uh, sharing tonight, especially the hearts of those that, you know, are still uh, trusting God to help them through some things that they're dealing with so that we will be ready. We want to be ready when Jesus comes. Go right ahead. Uh, let us pray. Father God, I thank you for your word in Ephesians 5 that says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church mm-hmm. and gave himself for her, yes, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and without blemish. Lord, I thank you for that love. I pray, O God, that each day we would get a revelation of the extent of that love. Yes. That sacrificial love, that unconditional love, that leaving the 99 and going to get the one that's lost love. That love that says when you fall down, get back up. I love you. That love that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That love that covers a multitude of sins. Father, give us an image of that love. Yes, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. That you sanctify us and you cleanse us with the washing of water by your word. Even tonight, oh God, we receive that sanctification by the word that was spoken, we receive that cleansing by the word that was spoken. So, Lord, we declare that it's not by our goodness, it's not by our works, it's not by our feelings today, but we declare that it's because of your righteousness 
that you are going to present to yourself a glorious church, not having mm-hmm. spots or wrinkles. We stand upon your righteousness, O oh God. Thank we stand you, upon your shed blood, O oh God. We come into your mm-hmm. presence boldly because of the sacrificial lamb. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, we thank you that this word will be settled in our hearts. God, that the spirit of fear, it may come, but it will not dwell. In the name of Not Jesus. only cast it down, but we replace it with what you say about us, oh God. Thank you. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, we thank you for this hour. Thank you. That we got a chance to be refueled, God. We are grateful. Yes. We are grateful, God. The so, Lord, the word that we take within us, oh God, we declare that it fell upon good ground and it will produce much fruit lord so lord the challenges are going to come the 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 hard situations are going to come the bad news is going to come the disappointments are going to come they're going to come but lord we thank you for the community lord i thank you for the community that as sister nadine said that when i don't feel up i can call my sister and say Tell me what I told you yesterday to encourage me because I need it today. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we thank you for that community mm-hmm. of believers, the church. And, oh, God, I pray for that person who is on the outside looking in. Oh, God, I thank pray you, that Lord. they will feel you tapping on their shoulders saying, you can come in. There is room. There is room for you. My love and fold you too so lord i thank you i thank you for that person who will take up that request to just email sister nadine and say that i heard you today and i want to be part of that number that has that peace knowing that no matter what comes my flesh will tremble but my hope is in christ jesus the lord thank you Thank you, Father God, for the far reaches of this earth that this message will reach and the power of the Holy Spirit to convict and turn around and bring many to repentance and the love of Jesus will be manifested, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless this ministry. May it grow. May it see such abundance of fruit bearing that many, many, many will come into the kingdom and lives will be changed and the church of Christ will be strengthened because of this, this, this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Thank you all for listening tonight. Uh, I just discovered mm-hmm. that we were we went over by 11 minutes Hallelujah. and we didn't get cut off. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> mm, well, thank Praise you, Lord. I hope to see you all next God. week. God bless you and watch over you. Good night. Good night. Love you. Bye-bye. Good night. I love you. Good night.